another fucking installment of the best podcast in the motherfucking world. Unmotherfucking heard. I just caught the Mary Jane chain clank, but now she thinks she hearing things. I just counted over 100 bands with all my dogs at the Airbnb. All these niggas trying to be me. Got a new Hellcat, stay clear of me. And I got extended clip for all these fuck niggas. I'm straight out the mud. I can't fuck with fuck niggas. Why he say where he from? I don't give a fuck, nigga. A lot of y'all switched up on me. I don't trust niggas. I just put my middle finger up. Fuck a fuck, nigga. Chance, you say the same thing trash. every intro. You say the that same thing every intro. Shitty, welcome, welcome, back, welcome, back to the, welcome back to the beef. best motherfucking planet on the <laughs> world. This is um gracious host Taj and Chance. Um, let's get this money. Um, what are we talking about, boys? That's your same intro every 26 episodes. <laughs> nigga never knows what the same first time. This nigga gonna stop joking me, man. But look, man, if you're new, uh, go follow us on Instagram. Go follow us on Twitter. Run up them likes on SoundCloud, Spotify, man. And definitely follow the fucking page for more content. Uh, get our numbers up. We don't be promoting our shit, but we gonna stop promoting our shit. Thank you for everybody who's been fucking with us. But let's get straight into it, man. Young boy, my guy versus... Vance, Vance guy, and I just found out Taj Money guy, Roddy Rich. Why be don't, versus don't, Roddy Rich? Don't associate that with Taj Money. Roddy Rich is your guy. You put it in a docket. You had two C's. He didn't he even write Roddy if, Rich did, like a normal person. He, he heard the Nipsey he record and he wrote two C's. C's. He, wrote he, didn't even have to, he didn't even have to reference the dude's name. Like he knew it by heart. He knew it. If had you hold a gun to my Nipsey head, record, I could not name you three Roddy Rich songs right now. He knew it. What the two C's stand for? Crip Killer? I don't know, nigga. I'm not trying to have this man. Now I gotta, now I gotta flag the, the podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this man trying to give me shot. Mm. Regardless, though. Yeah. Uh... All right. If you're a fan of this podcast, you know that this topic has been brewing for about 29 weeks. We got Vance, Roddy Rich, Stan, Chance, anti California, everything, pro young boy. Facts. So we got the That's two sides. Fact. First of all, first of all, do you guys even think young what boy side was you copying on, Roddy Rich? I what like Youngboy you more than Roddy Rich. Okay. Do you guys think Youngboy was copying Roddy Rich with his cover art? Or is that just like a clear given? I think he did it better, but... Um, <laughs> I mean, there's some clear resemblance, but who's going to have a better project, though? That we just said there's I mean, some YB clear resemblance. Like, a, what does that even mean? YB is also a great start. <laughs> there was a little resemblance, but... I'm not even speaking shit. on the project, Why though. I'm just wondering... Do I'm just so I think it's I think it's a double edged edged sword for me. I don't even know if I'm about to use this edged. expression right, but I feel <laughs> edged edged. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga just pulled it out. <laughs> don't know what it means. <laughs> I have no clue what this shit means, but uh, I feel like for one, the thing that had me off was like Young Boy just said that he was gonna go into like a hiatus or hibernation or whatever the fuck he said like for a while and it's been like four months five months and he's back with the project already so when you see literally that, no one believed him vince i know but <laughs> it's like come him. on bro i'm i want you to level up and i need you to start being a little more professional it's like the opposite of what rappers do they lie about pushing their shit back and just not dropping music and he gives us more music than we really asked for so like i don't know i feel like that was one thing and then two you just see the cover and immediately I mean, I thought Roddy Rich, and then I went to Twitter, and everybody on Twitter thought it was Roddy Rich too. So I know I wasn't crazy. Chance was over here swearing, nah. Even you, I said it was. Y'all caping, going on Superman, Batman capes, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle capes, all types of capes, saying, oh nah, this isn't, 
This is original. It lo- no, it, no, it looks like. Th- I never said it didn't look like it. It clearly looks like it. I just said, who cares? Like it's a fucking black and white picture. You standing oh, in front of a white Taj screen. Taj loves out. a who cares. Like, last, I mean, it was the greatest cover last week. Art. It was last like, week. The greatest who cover cares art about Travis? This week, I can stand next to my door right now and take this cover art. Was it the label? Was it the label? That's what I'm saying. I think so. Responsible for this cover. I because think so. We're we going to talk about it a little bit later, but this is also uh, YB's most traditional and, like, I would just say professional um, rollout. We getting, you know, an official announcement with cover art. We get the preloaded track list. We get there's the a merch trailer. bundles, the merch bundles, the trailers, the three. I think there's, like, three or four singles on the project now, with all with music videos. Yes, for um, the pre-order promotion, the whole nine yards, you know, they really pulled out all the stops. So <clears throat> what do y'all think about that? Is this young boy? Is this the label where the last two projects just or the last three, maybe not? I think this is the difference like, between a mixtape and an album. Remember, we said that like two episodes ago. Where it was like um, who classifies what's a mixtape and an album? I think this is a album. This is probably what Atlantic is classifying as an album. Like you can see the push. Like Young Boy's other covers all look like a nigga did it in like two seconds in fucking Photoshop. Whereas this is like a professional photo shoot. So <laughs> like this is a clear difference. Even the merch, like the merch was trash, but I've never known. Young Boy young covers don't be merch. looking that bad. Don't don't I, do them, they don't look bad. They just look like No, clear, they look like, like they were done by random. A this is my friend. This is my nigga. No, they I they bought him Adobe that. Suite. He did the Photoshop. That's what it looks like. That's but this is like a me. professional picture. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I feel like for Young Boy, the thing is like we were mentioning how like terrible and shitty his deal is. So like, if he's trying to get out of that, I can understand why his team, not necessarily not necessarily the label, but just like the people very very close to him, his direct management team or whatever, will be trying to push out a lot of albums um, to get off of this deal. But, I mean, I'm not really sure. I hope that's what he's doing because I feel like there's n- literally no other reason for him to be dropping this much music, especially when he can't tour. When I, f- I mean, he, could, he couldn't tour before, right, because he was on house arrest or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's just a weird time. It's just weird timing. It kind of came out of nowhere. For me, it's like what? To be three... doing an entire rollout, huh? That is, that is kind of weird. It's like an entire rollout for in two weeks. Like, that's just I don't know. But I don't think the I think another thing is that Young Boy has already said on a few occasions that he just doesn't like touring. So, like he, he's not even the type of artist that's gonna roll out a project and then go tour after every project, every mixtape. Uh, I I think he's very he makes a lot of money off the YouTube shit. Uh, he has pretty good streaming numbers, but definitely the YouTube shit is Gosh, carrying this isn't, him. So this isn't this isn't the conversation. This isn't the conversation that's been brewing for twenty eight episodes. The question that is like the permanent one: Will this project top? Do you predict this project to be it at will or top. near Roddy Ricch's? No please intended. excuse me for being antisocial. I think it will top. Uh, what did Taj put? Pimp, pimp buys, pimp buys. Uh, Taj, Roddy Rich, correspondent and fanboy. Um, that's what I'm he abbreviated the album name. I will not. <laughs> not you upgraded to fanboy in about seven minutes. I'm not allowing this narrative. Oh man, that's hilarious. But 
I mean, actually, I don't know. This is 19 songs, so that's scaring me a little bit. Stop lying. Stop lying. I'm not going to cap and saying that. not better project. I'm not going to cap and saying that Roddy Rich Project was really good. People are calling it Project of the Year, and I can understand its appeal. That wasn't it's up, my it's pick. up there, but not top. Not number That wasn't one. my pick. Maybe, you know, but, you know, you got to respect a young nigga coming out of Cali. But, um... I don't know, man. Young boy, y'all already know how I feel about him. It's just, I'm, I'm biased. So, whatever I say, like, you ain't going to fuck with it. I don't know if it's going to be better. You like, didn't say anything. You, you, did not, you didn't show your bias at all. <laughs> you just I, play it safe. I I don't know. I'm going to play it safe because... Vance, will you give a definitive answer as your... Yeah, it's just, gonna, that's just not going to be good. We that's know just not, That's just not going to be know better. You like. I don't know if he's going to have a single song that's going to chart well off of there. I don't think he's going to have one that really catches. I don't think he's going to have them make no sense. And again, I hope he proves me wrong. Like, great. That's the best thing I feel like an artist can do to, like, media niggas like us or whatever this is. This the thing, though, my guy. This the thing, though. Young boy has hits on every project he drops. Okay, see, that's... I don't, they I don't might not, they might not like, perform... <laughs> relative they might hits. Not, they might not perform crazy on the charts. That's just because niggas not. People feel the him. same way about Roddy. Niggas though, like bubblegum rap. That's why the baby and Jack Carlo are running up the goddamn charts. <laughs> but guess who also ran up the charts? Roddy Rich. Anyway. That's nice. I fuck with Roddy. I feel like and the he thing got the right, was, He got the right team behind him. We talked about this before. He has the right team, the right position. So now everybody has a better team, team than right Youngboy. Everybody has excuses. We, I mean, but we talked about this. We're not gonna, we, we talked about this with Baby, but whatever. Regardless, and baby has I, the quality control is doing him justice as well. My so, next point continue. with Young Boy was I feel like you were saying like the whole distinction between an album and a mixtape, and like for sure on the promotion side of things, like this is definitely looks like an album, whatever rolled out like an album. But just when it comes to the attention that these artists are giving these shits, like for Young Boy, when I look in the comment sections when he promotes these, the things I'm seeing the most is finally we'll get this song, finally we'll get this leak, like. I feel like these albums or whatever, whatever you want to call them, they're more just like song dumps, um, more than like being hyped for new music. You know, Astro World, like I, this is a super weird term, but like we were genuinely excited to hear like new Travis music. You know, it wasn't like there were hella leaks that we were waiting on. Um, we were genuinely excited for like new music, and I feel like Young Boy, I, I constantly just see people excited for his leaks, like Cardi, to where the albums or the shit doesn't even feel real. Or it doesn't even seem new and shit like that. It's not really a real album. I don't hear that. The- I don't hear that much about Young Boy leaks. I will agree that to a certain extent that they just feel uh, like dumps to me. Every everybody's favorite single off here, um, uh, House Arrest Teens, that came out about a year ago, um, and it, it had a music video and stuff. So I could see you saying that, like that came out a year ago with a music video. Um, it just wasn't on like mainstreaming services, um, but other than that, I mean, there that seems to be, to be the no other project. singles. Otherwise, huh? That song's about to be on the new project. Yeah, that that's one of the singles on there. I think there's oh. he just dropped another one like a few minutes ago, so there's four now. But um, also, Vance mentioned charting that um, none of the, none of the songs of this project will chart. Casey Talk, the single with the video that came out like two weeks ago. Charted, I think, 57 this week on Billboard, which is the highest ever for Youngboy. Pretty good okay. song. 57 is Youngboy's make no sense did not get past 57? No. This is according to DJ Academics. No shade. No shade. But how the fuck? No way, bro. 
Wait, wait, wait. It's, it's, I'm, it's hard this to not chart. even no shade, but this this just something I could think of. This dude, Ian Dior, he did a song with Golden, <laughs> and I saw it at, at 26 on the billboard. You telling me, young boy, hasn't got to 26 <laughs> on the billboard I 100? Have My you heard God. that song compared to young boy's songs? No shots, but this is just what I'm talking about. Like, the industry don't love young boy because they don't love this type of music. The industry. I don't think it's an industry thing. I'm I'm telling you, not even in, not even the industry, just consumers. If you compare those right? two songs, Young Boy exactly. is not is not. Nigga just it, said people me? don't like the shit. Like that's what I've been trying to say it's for the not, last twenty nine weeks. The thing, is more so people gonna, are likely to like that Dior and Golden song than they are to like a Young Boy song of him like it's screaming easily on his digestible. Pain and shit. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, Much so, I market. mean, that's what I mean just as far as, like, why young boy ain't popped off like a baby. It's not because the talent is lacking. It's just because he has a sound and a style that's just not mainstream yet. But I told you, niggas, and look, we could put money on it, but all I'm saying is clip this part. Probably in a year and a half, two years, we're going to be on episode 100-something. You just got to bring this clip back when <laughs> young boy is charting hit after hit after hit. You feel me? Because niggas are going to be on that wave because that's always how it go. But that's just my two thoughts, my two cents. Make no sense. Uh, terrible joke of the week from Chance Moore. <laughs> terrible like joke end of his segment. He has one every exactly. week. You were on, a like a, you were going uphill with your whole statement. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking with Chance's take right now. He made that joke. And I just completely, I'm not even about to clip what you said. <laughs> yeah, we can't save it. All right, man, we got, I had to say it, man. We got a segment that, if you know us, we don't really. Our segments are very inconsistent. It's kind of it kind of just happens. I think we've done this segment twice, but we call it revisionist history. We've got this one. The subject is the baby. There was a post. I think it was an article or just a post that said the baby has revolutionized <laughs> music videos. Come and on, Vance was just livid. Vance was livid in the group chat. He sent several texts. <laughs> So we got to talk about this all caps with a mic emoji. So take it away. <laughs> not, not. <laughs> what frat boy? A mic away, emoji is what, sick. What frat boy? We have to a, pod a about account this. And tweeted this shit. <laughs> Who's responsible right. for this goddamn tweet? Somebody saw one. Nigga said the baby changed. The baby changed music. Fuck videos. The baby changed music. The baby changed anything. Period. It's just cap. But come on, man. <laughs> Like, bro, I just Come don't on, understand. Man. I wanted to bring attention to one. First of all, I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to kill the baby more than we already have. People know how we feel about him. Um, there's, <laughs> there's no agreeing with this statement. There's not. There's nothing he's done for music videos. I will say, he made. He's made them prominent. Like Suge being a really, really high charting song. I think was also due to the fact that the video was very, very innovative. So I will say, like. That's what happened in the Suge video. What, what the Suge music video? What did he do in it? Yeah, remember he's like delivering. It. He's like delivering mail for some of it, and then he's acting like Suge Knight. He has the bodysuit with the big muscles on in the office, and it's like beating up people. It's like kind of a funny video. It reminds Why me is a that? lot. Of, you no, act remind, like niggas ain't made funny videos before. I, you, no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, video, like, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, I'm saying in the current, I'm saying in the current times, which is why I want to bring attention to this revisionist bullshit. Where one, I guess we should just start with what revisionism is in the first place, which is where people try to take <laughs> our history. Googled it. <laughs> niggas, not even, niggas try to take our history and they just try to revise that shit as if something else is happening. Thank or they you, just Max. try to redefine that shit as things are moving along. So 
to say the baby is being innovative or he's revolutionizing music videos when like niggas started out saying that the baby was doing his shit based off of ludicrous or uh like you said outcast niggas like that so i feel like it's just bullshit it's just bullshit at this point to say like the baby is revolutionizing anything in 2020 like what can he do in 2020 to revolutionize anything and then we have that Drake article. I don't know if you want to get to that, Taj. But wait, Taj Money, what did you think about the revisionist? Is the baby? I, I understand never, you're, a, never you're seen a fan. You're you're the baby correspondent as well. I heard you listening to his last. Bro, project. Taj is gonna stop attaching my name to these artists take. that I He's do safe. not like. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a the baby video, so I can't yeah. even say if he's. You ain't seen the Dreamville anything. video, with that's not with the, the baby video future. that you literally said Dreamville. Right, you fine. didn't see the video of him with the rock star with the cop putting his knee on his head while he sings. No, about I, hate I hate that song. I hate that song, and I don't want to see that. Oh it's God, nasty. the TikTok that song alone is nasty. <laughs> Not the TikTok song. Do you agree with this theory though? This revisionist, just like I don't know. I feel like. I'm not. I feel like sometimes I'm crazy when I think about this shit because I'm like, okay, maybe this is just like a new wave doing some new shit. But at the same time, just like no, like how can you revolutionize a music video? Like how, I don't even how know you... if it's like revolution, revin, revisionist like history more so is just like people being ignorant to like the history of music. Like <laughs> if you had any like knowledge of there past music videos of like Missy Elliott's music videos or like even like Diddy and like. All those niggas videos. You would never say, you would not say the baby is revolutionizing music videos. So I don't know if it's like people purposely doing it. More so, it's just people not knowing better. But my guy, that's precisely why I said, "What frat boy was in the (laughs) crib and was like, fuck it, I gotta tweet about this." Was listening to uh, (laughs) Rockstar featuring Roddy Rich. Wait, I got a question. Goes crazy. That's another thing, bro. Like, I'll be looking, like, I just peeped the billboard charts. Like, how is, uh, what's that, what's that weekend song? Like, the, 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 like, really popular one. Like, Blinding Lights. Blinding Lights. How is that still number four on the charts? How is The Baby and Roddy Rich Rockstar number three on the charts? Where are the servers that are running up these streets? The radio. Go into any lift and ask them to play the radio, and you will hear both of these songs in like an hour span. Twice. Damn, my guy. I can't even lie, like, though, who, because... The overseas computer running up the streams. Nah, for one, I would think, like, Blinding Lights especially, like, that's the H&M cut. Like, okay, everybody that's shopping at Zara or H&M <laughs> right now, like, that joint is on repeat. But, like, the malls are closed. Everything's closed. So, like, chances are right. I guess the radio. But, like, where are you really hearing that? Because you could really be out and hear songs. Like, that was really a thing. A lot of people used to act like it wasn't a thing. You really can just hear songs out. Like, niggas act like they never heard but, shit out. But it's definitely I have radio a question, in these Spotify playlists. I have a question. Is the radio streams, like, is, like, each... Nah. Like, when you play it on the radio, do you, like, count the number of people who are listening at the radio at the time and, like, nah, factor nah, that into nah, stream nah. somehow? Or is it, like, one radio play equals one stream? Nah, it's more indirect. I think the radio pays a flat fee to the label to license the music so that they have free reign to play the music. I think it's the same thing that clubs <clears throat> and venues have to do. No, no, no. Right. I'm not asking about that part. I'm asking about the streams. Like, how do they count the streams? From the right, radio? right. Like no, no, no. That's what, that's what I'm saying. The streams. So, like, the streams are just... The whole point of the stream, like, counting streams is just for money. But, like, mm-hmm. they don't get... Those aren't streams. I think the label, the label gets money... 
from the radio station with one flat fee where they're allowed to play the songs and to where that shit's not really, that shit's not a stream. They probably have an MP3 file or some shit. You feel me? Like, but how not, is the radio the contributing? The radio streams probably come from more so like people sitting in the car listening to the radio and just saying, it's oh, indirect. Shit, I like this right. song. And then they go and play. So the radio is right. kind of like a middleman oh. into the stream process. The radio is just okay. where people are hearing the source. Like, or that's just the source of where people are hearing the music. That's what I'm saying about H&M. You know, I feel like a lot of people hear shit out at H&M and Zara and they're just like, okay, I hear this shit so fucking much. Like, I have to eventually play Karen's it. in it. The cameras being they got down 2007 Nissan Pathfinders, fucking Shazam, exactly. uh, the baby, and Roddy Rich Rockstar. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, that's funny. That's funny as fuck. I did not know that, but. Uh, All right, who wants to go first? Unheard artist this week. Uh, I'm just going to go, man. Not really unheard, but uh, I got to play my guy YB. I wanted to play uh, <laughs> one of the songs off top, but. For copyright reasons, I'm not gonna play that. Alright, um, this is my unheard, not really unheard artist, but it's off that fan, baby. It's kinda like, I feel like a project people don't talk about a lot, but uh, change partners, YB. I got tries and tribulations that I'm facing. I was trying to tie in on some case. To that money, nigga, I be speed race. If it's a problem, then we handle all the case. In the trunk, I hope I make. I hope I make. We gon' station, count it up at the location. location. Got some souls riding with me. That's some Haitians. A lot of allegations. We some baby. We didn't talk about the young Dolph, rich slave, and how that whole David Dobrik promotional shit actually worked. And that nigga sold seventy thousand. But what? round of applause. <laughs> also, Chance, did you win the? Did you win the Ferrari, bro? I ain't even. Don't play with me. So you trying to get back at me because I was going at him like he was a, a, a baby fanboy. I really thought about fucking pre-ordering the project, but then I was like, nah, nigga. These tough times. <laughs> My unemployment so ain't hit yet. I'm like, nah. This was the David know. Dobrik one 70K, where like, if, wow. you per, if, you post, if you post it, you might win the Tesla or you might win the Ferrari. Yeah, if you pre-order the project, it was the Lambo, 1099, it was the you might end up making a huge investment and winning. That shit's and like the crazy worse. part is, I have not seen this nigga pro, um, like promote a winner. So I don't even I feel like he didn't even give off the card. <laughs> Yo, that shit <laughs> is the worst in the lottery. Like, like the lottery's not even like ten ninety nine. Like, come on, bro. Like, god damn. Oh wait, he said I'll be picking the winner of my Lamborghini giveaway on Tuesday, eight twenty five. That's so he, today. Is it he announced it, the winner today. That's today. 70K, what happened? Wait, wait what 70, happened? Seventy thousand units. I don't see any announcement of a winner, so <laughs> he definitely lied. But <laughs> the thing shout is, shout out Young Dolph, shout out Rich Slayer. Seventy thousand units even cover the cost of the car. No, I mean, it's not more than close. Young Dolph has ever sold in his career, so it worked. I mean, I guess. I mean, we already talked about that project. It was ass uh, as usual. But yeah, I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> Does that go? That chance has me in my industry bag now. Like, is that? thrown into his recording costs like is that part of the project budget like the lamborghini like is that is that the, the label's official promotion lambo <laughs> terrible like the label is sick if they investment. if they told young Dolph like yeah yo like we're gonna give you this label yeah, like, you have to yeah, recoup we go, all we the money it, nigga. we have to you have to, <laughs> you have to make back all the three hundred thousand. but um i think it'll do it'll do wonders for your promotion like <laughs> who thought that was a good well, idea first of all it was a scam 
I mean, at that point, so the Lamborghini is probably idea. old, so it's probably depreciated. It might not you're be. You're right. You're right. It's a scam. So the Lamborghini doesn't even exist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We've got we got news. I think it's like Thursday. Serious um, topic. First, it was the LA Times announced a story about how when they first um, encountered Meg Thee Stallion in the Tory Lanez incident, that reports of glass, it looked like glass was in her foot it looked like wounds similar to glass wounds and everybody mm-hmm. was like oh shit blah 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 and then meg comes out and announces that um it was probably tory's pr team who gave the story to the la times and then confirms that tory shot her and for some reason this became polarizing like it's where i thought it would be like a one-way cancel tory but it was more so like a people shockingly siding with tory and then saying like Meg is a snitch, and then the other half was canceling Tory, which confused me. But I just want to like go ahead and confirm that we're all on the cancel Tory side. Right? I I just want to say this: I don't know how niggas be like. All right. Chance does not want to confirm that we're all on the cancel Tory. No, 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 I just have a quick question. I don't know oh, how man, niggas be like. Oh man, he's playing devil's advocate. No, 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 no. Can you listen? I mean, she's I don't know how 10. niggas be like, nigga. <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> No, on a, ser- <laughs> on a serious note, uh, I don't know how niggas be like making a snitch. Like, if a nigga shot me, and the police like, who shot you? Gonna, you think I'm gonna be like, uh-uh, <laughs> I'm not no snitch. Like, come on, dick. Like, these niggas won't live by the street code so bad, but be from goddamn Hollywood Hills, bro. It's like, Twitter niggas. That's not like, how it goes. To, they could. They had to save one Twitter of the niggas. to the draft because they had to get off their y'all lunch not break. hard. All the niggas talking about, I would never snitch. I would never snitch. Not even living that motherfucking life. I promise you, if them niggas brought you in there and said, you got to spend 30 days in this jail unless you let me know who did this shit, your motherfucking ass is snitching. Let alone if a nigga like shot you. Bunch of Uzi Abbeys. Ain't no Uzi Abbey about to step to me, nigga. Stop playing with me. What I thought was Um, interesting, too, on a little bit more serious note, uh... Because like you said, just on this whole topic of like caping for Tory, even though he's like the clear perpetrator in this instance, was uh, Meg mentioning that when she called the cops, uh, she didn't tell the dispatcher or whatever that the gun, the gunman or the that Tory was the shooter or whatever, that he had a gun on him just off of the strength that she wanted to protect him. Um, knowing that the police might respond in a hostile way if they knew he had uh, a gun on him. I thought that shit was crazy because it's like <clears throat> you're in That's the heat of the love. moment. Like you're, you're in the heat of the moment. Like you're, you're shot and you're you're still like thinking about this nigga just on some like instinctive shit. So like, I don't know. I think that's wild. I think Tory Lane is just the biggest bag fumbler in the history of bag fumblers. Then he has the like, one of the easiest careers to cancel. Like it's so easy to cancel his name. Like fuck like, you, bro. Most of his like, hits, most of his hits are like remixes or interpolations of other shit we already love. So now I'm just like fuck you. I'll just listen to the other shit that you were copying the whole time. He has a I'm, fake I'm hairline, so we can't trust him. <laughs> Not the fake Brian hairline. He's got the um, the Beijing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have, I'm not, this is not P playing devil advocate. This is just like, that's what everybody says before they play devil advocate. I'm just curious to know, like, uh, what, why Tory has, why Tory or his team just has not made 
any sort of like official press statement or legal anything reasons. like even I mean even if you want to say legal reasons like when a nigga's going to jail like usually their team will come like we can't speak on the case of those. Oh no like, though you remember like they'll make we, some type of like fucking statement to at least save face like this nigga Tory has said nothing which he hasn't, which is know, why bro. I'm not, I'm not tra- listen listen this listen is- I'm not trying to say I'm trying to play devil's advocate but I'm saying it makes it so hard to have any sort of empathy or like want to even understand his side because he exactly. hasn't said anything. Let me give you the media breakdown of what Tory's team has been trying to do. Tory's team has been trying to exactly like Meg accuse him. They've been trying to spin it and like make him seem less guilty or not guilty at all. Um, so like Tory's team has been working, just not publicly because they know they're in the wrong. So instead, they're like promoting like these anonymous sources to these publications to say like Meg was hitting him or. Meg said some violent shit, or Meg did this, or Meg didn't really get shot. It was glass in her foot. So that's what Meg's team has been doing. Instead of putting out actual PR statements saying, trying to save face. Instead, they're, well, then Tori needs to find his motherfucking team because that is idiotic. Why would you? You think the girl going to see this goddamn uh, fucking article on obviously one of the most popular news sites or whatever on the entire planet? You think she's just going to see that and be like, ah, I'm just going to let him get that lie off. Not I mean, only that, but what other well, again, I hate to He's be getting canceled either way. <laughs> I hate to be that guy, ahead, but um, on the legal tip, this isn't the first time we've seen Megan impulsively speak on a situation and get fucked up legally for it later with the whole 1501 Carl Crawford ordeal with her speaking on that. Um so in a legal way, I can understand why Tory would be silent and how Tory's team might even see it as like a chess move win to even enact a response from Megan like that publicly without legal counsel or whatever. I, I'm, I know I sound super lawyery or whatever right now, but like, I don't know. Lawyer Vance. I think I think no, I think that, we're just going to I think we're just going to have to wait and see because like I think this shit is a lot more serious and deep. Um then they're making it seem because I think that's the thing with Tory's team. I think they're not saying anything because he's in a lot deeper shit than than his PR team yeah, wants saying. him to be. So like by staying silent, like they figure like whatever he, they 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 have to disclose is clearly worse than staying silent. So we'll yeah, see. that's an interesting mean, part because like there's two courts. Like there's the court of like public opinion and like Tory being canceled, which seems like. That's a hundred percent right now, and then there's like the other core of like Tory legit going to jail for like real <laughs> or getting shit. like deported, like, right? Like <laughs> yeah. So the I thing feel like that's now they're me. like pivoting to that. The thing that's killing me though is like when I first heard the story, I was like, this has to be some sort of like accident because he shot in the foot. I'm like, maybe he had the gun on him, and maybe they was playing with it because you know they were just hanging out with fucking Kylie. At the fucking dinner, you thought she, you whatever, thought she you know, wanted to see that. the uh the FN. Nah, Tori don't have an FN. Tori got like a, I don't know. He got a Glock, regular nigga. Continue. But but my point, Continue. my point is like at first it just you really sounded, paused for five seconds and just said Glock. <laughs> it sounded like I just knew you was gonna come up with something creative. <laughs> It sounded like, um... <laughs> continue, 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 continue. Um, it just sounded like an accident, but I, I'm just... 
Like, what the fuck makes Tory Lane like shoot Megan in the foot? Like, you think you're just gonna get that off, my guy? Like, I don't know. I just, I, I want to know the story in a, in a lot of ways. Like, this shit gotta come to the light because I believe Megan, but there's way more to this shit, like y'all just said, than I think we can even begin to imagine. Like, what the I think fuck we'll really get the, went down? I think eventually we'll get the full story. If we ended up getting the details from that 6 9 case, which was super complex. Um, I think the Twitterverse, Twitter sphere will find its way to um, unravel all the details behind this shit. So I guess we'll just have to stay tuned. I mean, the fact that Megan even, the fact that she's even still like active and she released, she she still did the whole rollout with WAP and, and, and went through with that. That's just amazing. So yeah, yeah, fuck Tory Lanez, yo. Like, yeah. Speaking of WAP, WAP bested both of you guys' guy, Drake. His attempt at a number one fell slightly short. He's number two behind WAP. But that's not really my question or sentiment at all. My thing is, how much does that first week single numbers still matter? Like, because Nicki Minaj, that, you guys probably didn't even hear the song, but Nicki Minaj, ASAP Ferg, and Made in Tokyo had a single that debuted pretty high on Billboard. Then that shit dropped 88 spots in a week, which is showing like fans aren't even really caring about the song. They're just trying to get their artist a high number one so they can say they had a good first week. Then they're like, all right, this song was actually trash and they're just not listening to it at all. So is that like metric even a good way to like analyze artists at this point? Or is it just like, is it too diluted, I guess, at this point? I would say for Drake specifically, it is off the strength of he's broken basically every chart, billboard record you could possibly think of. Drake has, if he ain't broke it yet, he's very close. Um, but the number ones in particular, we all know Drake didn't even get his first one till, you know, three years ago with One Dance, you know, seven years into his career. And he's slowly but surely has accumulated a few more, but he's still nowhere near the Rihanna's and the Beyonce's and probably even like the Jay-Z's of the world as far as number one hits go. So I think Drake does take those seriously. And I think he will get there, uh, if not this week, certainly uh, soon. But I think for him particularly, it does. And I think it still matters, period. Like, especially for like younger artists, like newer artists. Like, who doesn't want to get a fucking number one single? Like, that's a pretty big deal. Like, we see what that did just recently for Doja Cat's career, even though she fucked it up. But <clears throat> I'm on the other, completely other side of the fence. I think I think that shit doesn't matter at all. Um, I feel like if you're a smaller artist, you don't you you don't give a fuck about first week numbers off the strength that you are a smaller artist, and you know that. Because I I can speak personally, like <clears throat> seeing the growth of some shit. Or like seeing your project grow over time, or even just seeing people post your old shit, like and seeing that can like gain traction. Well, nigga, we not talking. We not talking about that new. We talking about niggas who got some season in the game. Like if Brent went number one, okay. No, but you know still, what, I mean? what Vance is saying, what Vance is saying is a good point. Like, would do you think Drake cares more about um, a high first week number or his album consistently staying in the Billboard 
for like a long period right, of time. Right, because I was, well, that was my it's argument. A given that, it's a given that Drake gonna stay on the billboard. Drake never gonna have a fucking Nicki Minaj ASAP Ferg fall off. Like, nigga was surprised. That's another thing. When you're surprised, I mean, that's something not, even that's not made true either. Because Grease, Grease started number three, and that shit's in the 70s right now. So, like, that, I think that stage of Grease, just Grease was a, guaranteed Grease was to a stay on billboard isn't true anymore. But but Greece wasn't even a rollout. Greece was a throwaway. We this was a clear, calculated rollout, accompanied music video, teaser, announcement, uh fee, like everything. You know what I mean? So this was clearly an attempt at a number one single. Versus Greece or a thing like it's Drake, so fucking Drake could shit on a mic and it's I wouldn't say that that's an attempt at an, I would not week. say that's an attempt at a number one single he has Lil Dirk on the song really like, so he was not expecting it's Drake he though. was not expecting Look Alive with Blockboy JB to go number one and it still might have I think it did but that wasn't even a rollout though Again, this wasn't really a like, rollout this was a bro rollout. he posted one video of you him on a so. jet ski come on bro that's not a rollout. <laughs> this was not a sing- this was not a single rollout to you. No, new music coming. No, I it's think it's an I think album. It's definitely... an album rollout. This is the first single from the album. Yeah, I don't even think this is. Yeah, this a, was I'm a big old thing. Drake, it, this was almost the same as Tussie Slide. Like Tussie Slide was meant to be big, and Drake made sure to tease it. And that was a rollout. Like that was a little mini nah, rollout. He had niggas. I'm, he had I'm niggas playing Tussie Slide on IG lives. Before the song came out, he had DJs playing it. Like, it was different, bruh. This was a video of him on a jet ski, and then he dropped a song with Dirk, dropped the video, and I think the ship just popped. With Katie, Odell, Juski, all them niggas in it. Like, this, come on. Drake man. is. With the certi- now he's got the certified Loverboy merch. Like, bro, this is a rollout. Drake won the his album. It's the album rollout, like, not for the single like that. Like, it's got Dirk on this Yeah, song. but the, it, this is the lead single. You don't think he wants the lead single so off the project to go so number true. one? Come no, on, my guy. That's my point. Is I but Dirk doesn't that's matter. That's my point. Drake. I Drake don't. Did the song by himself. I don't think he, he wants the lead single off of his shit to go number one. Like I don't think he cares about that shit. That's our whole point. Like One, you think if he wanted to chart well, he would have dropped the Roddy song. Or he would have dropped Not Around. The fact that Drake... If he really wanted to go number one. The fact one, that Drake dropped... But he can save those. The fact that Drake dropped, um, he can save a dirt slide a few months ago, and you're gonna say he don't care about charting and the numbers and going number one. Come on, my guy. That's clear. That's all. I don't, I don't, I don't think this That's Drake, not what we were like, saying. We just, number one because we, we saw Drake go full number one when he like tried with God's plan like two years ago. Like that was Drake going. Like that nigga out. was giving hundreds, like that that hundreds of dollars Again, to different was that families. Not a similarly rolled out video. That's, that was not he similar at all. To families on every video. everybody knew the hook to God's plan before it came out. Nobody knew the song. Right, before that, it was came out. Like, Drake that was a whole leak. That was a whole night before. Drake was forced to drop God's plan. He admitted that because he said Trippy Red, a snippet got out of God's plan before. And then when that got out, Drake said he was afraid of SoundCloud niggas just rapping over the instrumental part of the beat and it being all over SoundCloud. So he had to drop the song faster than he wanted to. So God's plan still didn't wasn't really like. And that shit was still number one. I mean, I just feel like we're not saying he doesn't care about charting. I think the thing is, it's just like it's not it's not a presser to go number one anymore, especially if you're Drake. And I think it applies for smaller artists, too. I think for Brent, yeah, it's like, great, if he gets number one. But he'd way rather see his album still charting 
top 25 R&B in, in its 15th, 17th week, you know? I think that's what... Well, of course. Who the hell wants to chart number one and then lead a charts two, three weeks later? Everybody wants that. But that's what commonly <laughs> happens. So that's why we don't think... Me and Taj don't think artists are looking to go number one. Like, Greece went number three and it dropped to 70 or whatever. And that shit's common. So I, I don't think an artist is striving for that because they just seen the path, like, way too often. But who knows? I mean, I don't think Drake. I don't think Drake is striving for with every song, but I think there are clear attempts that we can look at through history where he he's tried to do that, and I think this is an instance of one of him. But we can agree to disagree. Okay. Fair. All right, I'll go unheard artist. Uh, I've got. I don't think I played him. I shot out his project before, but I will actually play him this time. I got Deontay Hitchcock. It's a track from his album Better. Um, this is with Young Nudie. It's called Attitude. My big got an attitude. Sag it up, it's your gratitude. Got a drink in my cup and it big going up, it's so changing my latitude. How I walk on the plate with a mug on my face, you would think I was mad at you. I'ma do what I done when I motherfucker does it, I did what I had to do, okay My bitch got an attitude, stack it up, it's your gratitude Got the drink in my cup and it be going up, it's so changing my latitude Post it up in the cup with a mug on my face, you would think I was mad at you I'ma do what I does when I motherfucking does it, I did what I had to do, okay you been not doing you, I been not doing you Smoke a blunt, meditate like the Buddhist do Chip on my shoulder, but fuck it, that's usual box Then I can't work in no cubicle, dance to the world I ain't even get a funeral right, Boom Bap Vance Boom Bap Aficionado <laughs> What's your review on the um, Nas album? King's, what's it called? King's Disease uh, I don't know, I'm not really a big fan of the Boomer Rappers um, In 2020 like I'm, like even boomer the rap. even the nah you said a baby boomer even not nah, even like the Kanye <laughs> rap like I, I'm I'm with y'all when y'all say that like Jesus is King but without any Kanye verses would be phenomenal like that's the only thing holding it back like all those boomer rappers in this new age I don't really like the meshing of the sounds but at the same time it's cool because like you just never think that you would see Nas and. Fabio Foreign on the same song or Don Tolliver or whatever. West Coast Vance don't West Coast Vance don't want another E forty project? You're not looking forward to that? I'm not looking for the E forty project. If you're looking forward for it to an E forty project in twenty twenty, you're fucking you're sick. You're sick. sick. How, how did nigga talk? You, <laughs> you need to be checked out. I don't even I don't even wanna I don't even want to be reminded of E forty right now. But uh the Nas project is cool. Hit Boy went stupid on a couple of those tracks, twenty seven summers specifically. I might play that for my unheard artist. That's actually what I'm gonna play. Um, They're gonna play Nas for us. Unheard. Stop. I am. Um, but yeah, it's a good album. I don't know the Don Tolliver Big Sean record felt very industry. That's the only thing that rubs me the wrong way with the boomer rappers now. Like you know, Nas is so revered for Illmatic, and <laughs> when he keep calling like, Nas a boomer. <laughs> when he when he wrote like eight when he when he was eighteen, like he wrote Illmatic, and it was like all when he was in Queensbridge, like. That shit is hard, you know? Like, that's one legit concept off curated through Nas. But then you have, like, Don Tolliver on the hook and Big Sean. Like, I'm not... I don't think Nas really, like, directed that shit. That shit was probably... Nas thought he was going to get a hit with that shit. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, come on. That's not... (laughs) He was like, oh, we got us one. (laughs) He definitely said we got one. He definitely said that shit. But, um, I don't know. (laughs) Aside from that, like... I don't. I, I didn't really mind the album. I think it was better than the Kanye album. I saw you posted that shit, Taj. Um, but I like the Kanye Last album year. too. So I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hate either album. I think it's solid. 
I should. I have a producer question for you after. I'll give my review quick, but then I have a producer question for you, Vance, pertaining both this album and the Kanye album. Already, but yeah, I thought it was I, the comparison I used for my review on Sound Sports was um I compared it to the um old head that was like is in a full tech fleece and he comes in balls. He's like kind of nice, but then he stays for two games too long. You're like, damn, this nigga old. <laughs> That's pretty much what I compared it to. Like his knees start to give out. That's what I compared this album to. Like there's moments where Nas is like on his like 444 dash like storytelling, super descriptive shit. And then there's moments like, like you said, the Don Tolliver shit where it's like, all right, you should not be on a song with Don Tolliver and Big Sean. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't fit. Like you got Big Sean spewing toxic lyrics. Meanwhile, <laughs> you like reminiscing about this love you lost. And it's like, <laughs> this is two different vibes, nigga. But yeah, that was my review. But my question in advance was like, you got this album where Hit Boy's production was good. And then you got the Kanye album where the production was fucking like crazy. Like yeah. you can listen to that album, just instrumentals and go crazy. No, yeah. But which one is better? Like, cause the hit, it sounded like Nas rapped better on his Hit Boy album. But which one as a producer is better? Like, do you make an album with the hardest beats possible? Or do you make an album with the beats that fits the artist best? See, I think the latter. I think the 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 producer who's gonna form songs that are around the artist and his style. The thing for Kanye too is that when you see Kanye there, it's just solely a producer, like Kanye and Nas on paper. It's like when the Sixers all got together. You had Ben Simmons and Bead. You're like, yo, these niggas are about to go on a tear. And, like, they've just been quiet since that shit has come together. Like, we trusted the process full effect, and then, like, nothing has processed at all. So I feel like the same shit kind of happened with Nas and Kanye. It was, like, on paper, this is, like, nuts. And then at that point, like, I feel like anything we were going to get from them, both at age, like, 40, was going to be underwhelming. And that's exactly what it was to a lot of people, underwhelming. So... I think the Hit Boy project was better. It felt like more of a Nas project, you know, especially with the whole context of Kanye dropping that Nas album in succession with other Kanye produced albums. It just didn't feel as original as Nas. Um, so I would take the I would take the Hit Boy album. I think the production was more catered for Nas. All right, that was my bi-weekly producer question for Vance. Here we go. Um, we've got upcoming music. From Big Sean, Detroit too. He dropped a single with Nipsey. It was pretty hard. Vance, I think, did you tweet it or like post it? Yeah. I know you posted it. Yeah, I posted it. It's just hard. Very, very hard. I can't remember what's the song called. Deep Reverence, maybe? Something like that? Something like that. I don't remember the song title either. But based off this song and the songs that played on Dot Wave Radio, I think it was called like Lithuania and something else. I think Detroit too might be like a, <laughs> a nice little comeback for Big Sean, to be honest. That's my prediction. Chance, did you hear the record, the Nipsey record at all? I have not heard it, but the cover art looks really good for Big Sean. I hope this nigga can come in <laughs> and do some justice and not give us no corny bars. Um, <laughs> but he's a motherfucking wild card, so uh, that remains to be seen. That's actually just what I was going to bring up, the corny bars. Um, deep reverence, his verse... He talked about a lot of shit. He talked about his miscarriage, or not his miscarriage, but he had a miscarriage with uh, Janae, I believe. And then he talks about mental health and a lot of other things he was going through. And the thing I like, like Chance said, is that 
it wasn't the corny bars about mental health that we've gotten from Big Sean before. Like, this shit just felt like the original Detroit tape, like that real rapping shit to where I can really just drive or I can really just cool and study while this shit is playing in the background. It doesn't sound like Big Sean. Studying the Big Sean. I'm just, I'm just saying, it doesn't, it doesn't feel Boy. like. It doesn't feel. <laughs> Boy. It doesn't feel like logic. It doesn't feel like logic who's like screaming mental health hotlines at me. Like that's a whole different vibe. And I'm glad Sean isn't on that shit anymore. Um, cause it was really real. Like it really resonated. And I was like, it was a weird moment. Cause I'm like, damn, am I really like having moments of self-reflection over Sean. a big Sean, like big Sean single. Like, God, damn, is this nigga really yelling ass repeatedly in my headphones while I study? Yo, chance kills every rapper. That's not NBA young boy. <laughs> like, we're not about to I reduce Big Sean. You just, you just reduced Big like Sean artists. to the nigga who screams ass. <laughs> like, come on, bro. He likes was, five artists. He did. He had that song. Ass, 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 ass. Remember that song? We're not about to do this. Yeah, everybody remembers that song. <laughs> <laughs> come on man come on man but yeah uh big Don't sean good shit I'm, I'm super hyped for the album i haven't said that in a while uh taj quick question do you think this is a a, a comeback for good music as well um in addition to uh just big sean music tiana taylor is she good. still on good that's what I'm saying. I don't even know what I don't know what good music is good anymore. Like, fell apart. I think both Big Sean and Tiana kind of fell off with good music. Cause I remember like when Sean was kind of near like ending his peak, he had that song No More Interviews, where he basically like aired out his beef with like Kanye and Cuddy. And then during the whole seven for seven like projects, Sean wasn't a part of that. So I don't know like what his relationship even is with good music anymore. Yeah, Tiana's on good music. Um, still, the last album was released through good music. So, I mean, between what Sean, kind Tiana, of but she probably not there in her mind. No, yeah, yeah. Um, but still, I mean, it's the first we've seen from Def Jam in a minute. All their artists have just been kind of falling off, fading. I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting. You got Sean, Tiana, like you said, Pusha, and that Madlib project. Pusha, that's and what I'm Kanye, saying. Donda ever drops. If he could not make a so, MAGA album or some shit, that would actually be solid. <laughs> but yeah. That would be interesting. We also got, we mentioned him early, Roddy Rich. He said he has a project coming very soon. Said it's going to be a masterpiece. Hey. I, I co-sign the masterpiece. Like a, I co-sign it. That's a, Vance that's a trigger for me. Whenever an artist <laughs> says this project is about to be a masterpiece, I... I immediately say, all right, this is not about to be a masterpiece. I automatically know what's about to happen. I don't think I've ever heard one artist say this is about to be a masterpiece, and then it actually turned out to be a masterpiece. So that's like red flag number one for whatever Roddy's about to drop. Oh. Then another upcoming, we got... <laughs> I mean, you just show me one one instance where an artist said, like, this is my best shit. You're not wrong. And it was you're actually not, their best you're, you're shit. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Continue. <laughs> Uh, we also got SZA saying she's got the album in the tuck whenever Punch decides to drop it. Punch then like got bullied by a bunch of Ariana Avies and got mad. So I don't know when that project is coming out, but I do want to remind Damn, people this is the exact same rollout you've demoted, you've demoted SZA fangirls to that's, Ariana That's Abbey. wild. That is a that's, wild that's comparison. Tough. That is you about to get you about to get canceled, you're about to get canceled by I'm both not, fan bases. I, I, li- I want you I want you guys <laughs> to go to Punch's comments and look at every avenue. You're gonna see Ariana and those little fucking glitter fan cams as every post. Like 
That's this nice. was not me making a joke. Yo, SZA and Quavo need to get the same lawyer and talk to them niggas about their label because this shit is looking grim for them. Like, there's no reason that they should just be going out so sad. Like, the way SZA was tweeting, she deadass just looks, felt like, look, not even looked, but like sounded so desperate to where she was just like, yeah, um, if y'all want this shit, like, you have to talk to that nigga. Like, I can't do anything. And then same thing with Quavo. Uh, like, I, 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 you disagree? I don't. I don't. I, yeah, I don't think it's the same situation. I mean, Quavo. I don't really know much about his situation, but SZA. I remember the control like roll out heavily because like <laughs> I'm a big SZA fan. Shout out SZA. Shout out to Ariana Avis. But yeah, I'm a big SZA fan, and I remember like she did that exact same thing. And then when like she was asked during like the interview process once the album actually came out, she's like, "Yeah, I was just overreacting. I'm a Scorpio." So oh I didn't God. take this whole thing. sound exactly like SZA and all her fans. That's exactly, that's exactly what they're that's like. That's exactly what she said. So I'm not taking the situation that like serious. Nigga said I was overreacting so and then out. said I'm a Scorpio. I think it's rollout mixed with like SZA's personality. Because it's like the exact same thing that happened with Control. Hmm. You're fucking... Listen, everybody... So you, don't think there's, so you don't think there's any real hostility? You think the family structure is still there type shit? Yeah, I think the family structure is still there, but I mean, it might be a little hostility, but it's not like the family's nothing, over. I think it's like a daughter that got sent to her room or some shit. Like moral of the moral of the story, your astrology sign is not a personality trait, girls. That I'm not gonna use stay nine. Let's move on. There's just no There's reason though we should have it. one SZA album in like the last five years. Like, what the fuck? That's like the, how does that make any type, sense? Though. That's the RC type. Like that's TD. That's TDE's whole mo. Them niggas drop projects like once every three, four years. Last time we got a SZA album, Travis Scott was a good artist. Nigga, you know, fuck SZA. I'm waiting on an Isaiah album. When we gonna get another Isaiah Rashad album? What that's at? Four years. Four years and counting. When are we gonna get another Isaiah Rashad? I think Isaiah. I think Isaiah Rashad is on the way. Actually, speaking of three years and counting since damn. Since any Kendrick music. I haven't heard Kendrick on a feature. I mean, maybe a few, but on a goddamn single, nothing. Where's the heart part five, Kendrick? I just heard a Kendrick, I heard a, I heard a Kendrick and Baby King leak. I was about to say, that shit was very hard. Very fire. <laughs> that shit was very fire. That <laughs> very shit, fire. If that shit drops, I need whatever that is. But uh, yeah, I guess we can get to what? Final words, last words, unless you have any other topics to bring up, any other... I mean, we had over like 5K now, man. So thank y'all for all the love. Like, we couldn't imagine that we'd be averaging what we doing. We doing, we going nuts. We going global. Video content coming very soon. Promotion. Whole lot of shit in the works. Peace and love. Um, like I said, subscribe, like, comment. Um, follow our Patreon. Oh, this nigga is so happy to do some promo. All right, I'm going to just play my unheard song. This is a uh, collective of people. um, I think they put together a little group for a little project. It's called Play Nice is the group. Um, This song's produced by my boy J-Rob from Baltimore. Uh, This is called Pick Up Your Phone. Even when I'm down, she keeps me up until the sunrise.
podcast over, dog.